Welcome to Cloudy with a Chance of Trust, a podcast for digital transformation leaders where we discuss the latest cyber attack issues, enterprise security strategies, and current security events so that you can successfully accelerate network and security transformation. And now here's what's on our mind this week. Hi, I'm Lisa Lorenzen, Director of Transformation Strategy with Zscaler. I'm here with my colleague, Pam. Hi, everybody. Pam Kubitowski, Director of Transformation Strategy also. And the last time Pam and I spoke, we were really exploring her journey through the magical world of M&A. We talked about the network challenges, what provoked them to look at Zscaler, how to give the business the information they needed to make good decisions, and then how to really deploy Zscaler private access to accelerate and enable their M&A efforts. But that's only really half of the picture. Zscaler Internet Access also has a role to play here. And I'm curious, how did that come in and what phases did you really use to approach that? You know, Lise, when we actually got this working, and, and when you look back, it was almost four years ago now, for the first acquisition we did using ZPA, we, we didn't think about ZIA at, at the onset of it. We got ZPA working and it was all about really getting that access for HR, legal, those groups who needed that early access to applications on that other network, right? The acquired company or, or vice versa. And when we did that, when you walk through the phases, we gave the actual client connector software to the acquired company's desktop team. They ran it through their image. They made sure, you know, there weren't any conflicts or issues. They spun up app connectors in front of the applications, wherever those were located, um, tested that, worked great. And then we went ahead and worked with the identity groups to make sure that the proper, the identity groups were modified for the users who needed to be put into those groups. We did all these things focusing on ZPA and getting users to internal applications. Mm -hmm. That was really day one, but right on the heels of whether it was our 23 of day one was they wanted users in that acquired company to have access to whether it was Exchange at the time or Office 365, whatever that was, whatever the email platform was. Sure. And in, in the old days, and it's so funny, we're saying, oh, I'm saying old days, and we're only <laughs> talking a couple of years ago. Old days, you do via aliases. You start to be able to give those users that new email address via an alias. But gosh, it would have been so much better to have used ZIA on the onslaught right away up front with ZPA, because it wasn't about then, you wouldn't have to think about for a user, well, how do I get to that? Or what do I have to do for this? Or, you know, when you acquire a company, there's a lot of unknowns for that acquired company. Those users, they're going through change. You know, some of them are wondering, do I have a job tomorrow? Or how am I gonna to get to this? What do I have to do for that? And using ZIA, in conjunction with ZPA is makes it so easy for the user because they just get to it. And, and quite frankly, if you think about it, you know, back then we didn't realize by putting those, the ZIA and ZPA on the enterprise, we didn't realize that we already started our journey to zero trust, being able to get a user to an application irrelevant to where they reside, irrelevant to where the application resides, makes it so much easier on the end user in addition to the IT groups, because you're not doing all this manipulation in the background to get those users from an acquired company to an actual application. So you're minimizing the administrative overhead of creating all those aliases. You don't have to do that anymore. And you're simplifying the end user experience. And all of this is really focused on your software as a service apps, but aren't you also 
offering a higher level of security for the open internet traffic too? Oh, absolutely. Because again, that's where most of that malicious traffic comes from is the wonderful world of the internet (laughs) Um, and, and stopping that bad traffic before it ever got to that end user. Because when you did acquire that company, although you, you know, you understood and the IT teams were all meeting and so forth, you didn't really know their security posture. So being able to go ahead and enhance the security posture by number one, taking ZPA and ZIA, looking at ZIA right up front with that acquired company, you could apply those policies. You could apply those, those rule sets that said, hey, you can't go to those places anymore. You can't have free roam of the internet. Or if you'd allow them to have free roam of the internet, at least you're also protecting them. Stop the malicious traffic before it ever gets to the end user's device where the actual endpoint protection is more of the insurance policy as opposed to the first line of defense. So if you could go back in time and talk to yourself as you were starting to tackle these problems, what concrete suggestions would you have? What do you wish you knew back then? You've already mentioned wishing that you'd involved Zscaler internet access sooner. Are there other lessons that you would share? I think the other piece is some of this is great now because more of the technology has developed, right? Mm -hmm. If I could do it again today, what I did yesterday, I would truly go ahead and add to the equation secure workloads because a user to an application is one piece of the puzzle. The second piece is now you are, let's just say you are really going to integrate. Well, some of the struggles that groups have is understanding what talks to what, what database talks to what application, what, where is the storage, where is it residing? That internal mapping of an application's environment. In a lot of instances, when you have an acquisition, people leave, people retire, or that legacy knowledge is gone and that application's been running and they, and you know, you, you hold your breath that it keeps running right? Because those resources that understood that application is gone. I think adding secure workloads to the mix and being able to map out the internal applications of an acquired company so that you know how to transition or what to transition or what you will choose not to transition makes it so much easier and cleaner. And you're focusing your resources on the right applications as opposed to just, well, this is everything we're inheriting. Got it. This really helps to accelerate M&A, but what about the other side of that coin? What about facing a spin-off or a divestiture? Can you take some of the same principles and apply them there? Absolutely. I would have, you know, I only um, lived through one major spin-off and it was a, a massive spin-off in my previous company. And one of the things I would have loved to have had was this scalar technology. You know, when you have a divestiture, it's so confusing for an end user. Sometimes you have where you're just literally going to pick and shift. You're going to pick up these applications. You're going to move them to a new location. Well, if you're an end user, how do I have to get, what do I use to get to anything? What do I use to get to the application? Is that application still where we came from? Or is it now in the new data center? Am I using Citrix to get to the old application? Or am I using a VPN to get to the new application? How do you clearly articulate to me as a user, what do I use to get to the application I need to do my job every day? And how do you take the burden off the IT staff to be able to quickly move 
those platforms, right, those environments to their new destination without having to do all this end user coordination and change management. And I think by using the Zscaler technology, you allow the technology to take the user to the, where the actual application resides. And you take, that, take all that change management out of the mix of it and give the IT teams more flexibility in being able to move all these workloads by using the Zscaler technology. Sure, that makes really good sense. As we think about collaboration across disparate environments, I think one of the biggest challenges, whether it's an acquisition that needs to be integrated or whether it's a spinoff that needs to be transitioned and accommodated, you've really touched on the key point, which is making it as simple as possible for the people involved, whether those are the administrators that have to figure out how to carve out a portion of their network for a small number of users for a temporary period, or whether it's the poor end user who just got acquired and is trying to figure out which end is up. When you look at communicating with the end users, you know, you're putting a new component on an acquired user's system. Did you find that they found it to be easier? Did you find that the migration was just as scary and the technology under the hood didn't make a difference? Did you get any good user feedback on that? We got great user feedback and some of the users came back and says, oh my goodness. So what, what was happening was we were using the ZPA technology to get a user to the enterprise applications internally. And one of the things they were doing is they were still using their traditional VPN to get to the applications that were on that acquired company's network. And they came back to us and said, oh, why do I have to use that old VPN anymore? Why can't I just use ZPA? It makes it so easy. I don't have to think about launching or doing anything. And we found that users actually wanted to jump on the bandwagon much sooner than we had anticipated because they found it so easy. And I think that's the piece of this, that from an end user experience, it's so easy, they don't have to think about anything anymore. And it creates that experience for them like they're in the office. When you're in the office, you don't think about where something lives. You don't think about how to get to an application. You just click the application. And that's what it created for them, irrelevant of what network the actual application was sitting on. And that really drives the business outcome you're looking for. You want productivity as quickly as possible, whether it's productivity for the spun out users, productivity for the acquired users. If we can minimize the time to value after one of these big organizational shifts by reducing the impact to the users, then we can really help the two organizations focus on what's important, which is reaping the benefits of the transition that they're going through. Absolutely. And in addition, you're actually enhancing the security posture because you really don't know what their security posture is until you really get down into the weeds. And this way, you actually are baselining that security posture and in, in, in most instances, enhancing it because quite frankly, I found even, you know, in, in this new world we're living in and talking to peers on a daily basis now being in this role, most are not able to go ahead and apply security policies off premise, meaning that if your users at home and they're going to internet destinations, there's no way for, the, for these companies to apply technology currently that would stop the bad tracker or prevent someone from going somewhere that may be a malicious site. 
I think that's the piece with applying the Z-Scaler technology ZPA with ZIA for an acquisition is you enhance automatically that, that security posture from an end user perspective. Sure, the underpinning of zero trust access is context. And the more context we can leverage and the faster we can leverage it, the easier it is to take advantage of the scalability and the flexibility of the cloud to apply that context to the actual goal, which is users getting things done. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And you know, in this world we're living in right now, so many companies, it's, it's a daily conversation about companies acquiring other companies. It's sad to say it's a, it's a prime time for those that can acquire others that's coming, that's happening. And so many are getting ready and so many are working on that. And there's a number of them also, which is interesting that are going through divestures, actually spinning off, right? Mm -hmm. in, or spinning into two companies. It's a prime time for that also. So I think, you know, in this next year, so many are going to be in a state of acquiring that this would be a great um, way to do it for them using the Z-Scaler technology. Sure, whether your focus is on economies of scale or whether you're really trying to pull back and do the things that are the most important, leveraging the cloud to enable you to do that is I think really where Zscaler can help organizations accelerate that. It's really good to have this conversation with you again, and I look forward to catching up with you the next time we get to talk together. Any That's last good. thoughts you want to leave us with? No, I think it sounds great, and I uh, look forward to our next conversation. Well, thanks everyone for joining us, and we'll look forward to talking with you again in the future. Thanks for listening to Cloudy with a Chance of Trust with myself, Lisa Lorenzen, and my colleague, Pam Kubiatowski. Check back with your podcast provider regularly for more episodes. Pam and I are directors of transformation strategy at Zscaler. You can find our profiles on LinkedIn or reach out to us and other CXO transformation leaders in the Zscaler CXO community LinkedIn group. Zscaler is a zero trust exchange inline cloud security provider for some of the largest companies on the Forbes Global 2000. Find out more about Zscaler at zscaler.com. Copyright 2021.